never looking at someone's success and valuing it on yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, what's for you is going to always be for you. And a lot of people need to really realize that and get your own definition of success because your road to your road to success is not their road and vice versa if it doesn't serve you and it, and it, and it and doesn't help you in any certain way or if you feel like it's holding you back then you can't be afraid to be yourself and you can't be afraid to to want what you want and especially if it's in your control there's certain things you can't control but if you have you have control over your destiny then then take the damn steering wheel Welcome, welcome, welcome to King with the Chiefs channel, episode, season three, episode 15, Dress E. Kinsey, and I got one third of the new pop-in hit podcast, <laughs> Pro 99, with yes, my, my main man, Carlton G. What's good? What's goody? How you been? I'm good, man. Feeling great. Can't complain. I'm mellowed out right now, too, so if you, if you... You feel like I'm vibed out. I'm just doing things that are legal nowadays. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> uh, But that would definitely get better in due time. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah. How's everything with you though, Kimi? It's been a while. I'm. I'm great. Can't complain at all. Just living life and letting life just take me where it needs to. Yeah. Kind of thing. 2021. The holiday? I don't know. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> He's no, about go to ahead. Say, now I'm going to say 2020 <laughs> was cheating you good. Had good holidays and everything. Most definitely. The holidays, I'm not really a holiday person, but I definitely enjoy Christmas. Okay. What you do? I that. If you um, don't want to I went over to my friend's house, ate good. Okay. Got okay. Wasted, and, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, one thing I, you know, when you get older, like it's not it's not about the gifts anymore. It's just about the the quality time, you know. So, definitely was able to feast myself. I was uh, I was at my mom's house and I went to my grandma's house this weekend. I got to see some family, got to eat some good food, you know. Amazing. Yeah, man. Being around. The people that you love, whether it's family, friends, whatever that looks like exactly. to you, is crucial, especially in these day and ages that we're living in now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's crazy though, because I remember you was telling me about that. Um, you know, you say you're not, you know, like family time is not really a thing. You know, and you got a lot of friends that you're close to, and it's like for me, it's like the opposite. One thing I had to learn throughout my time was. You know, and, and it's different for everybody, but like you said, you know, it depends on who it is. And, you know, I'm, I'm a nice person. I, I give a lot. So, you know, that energy doesn't always get reciprocated. And you just got to remember the people who believe in you, the people mm-hmm. who support you, whether it be your friends or your family, you know. And there's only a select few family. You're not like all oh, my family, you know what I'm saying? I got, I got my I got my clique in my circle, and I got a couple of friends that I could, I could lie and, you know, open up to. But, uh, got to learn how to, like, you know, keep it tight. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, because although family are great, it's just people in general and people's just ideas and how they were raised and the, the type of people that they are that comes through and shows you 
what it really is. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you you learn a lot. You learn a lot from the people closest to you, you know. And then again, it's like one of those things when you get older, like you are, you become more selective. So like, you know, you you just learn things from different people, and you just learn what to accept, what what you you know, what's good for you, what's not good for you, who who to keep around, who not to keep around, and you know, everybody, whether it's good or bad, they teach you a life lesson. Boundaries. Yeah. Keyword. Boundaries. <laughs> Yeah. That's about to be the keyword of twenty twenty two. I hear that. <laughs> well, let's get into our first topic. Yes, sir. The whole versus battle, and of course, you heard about Jay making his lovely statement of no one can see him on that stage. Do you feel like that's true? Um... Can anyone really see Jay Z? Uh, can anyone really see Jay Z? You know, I, I I really believe it'll be. I don't think anyone could truly beat Jay Z in a in a versus battle. But uh, you know, you we I think we all have those matchups that we want to see happen. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but honestly, I think honestly, um, just from a historical standpoint, Jay Z is up there. Like when it comes to his original music, it's not like he used other people's words. It's his, you know. He got original music out, original lyrics, um, and it's different. You know, one thing I say is different is different uh, elements when it comes to to verses, because it's not all about the hit records. It's how you perform it. You know, there was you know when it was first started, you know everybody it was like IG Live. Everybody was in their camp, but like they started doing a lot of performances where like people were actually performing. Like if you if you watch like the Jeezy and Gucci one, like. Mm-hmm. Those those hits that that Gucci was playing, they weren't his. They were like street hits, but like if the performance and the energy was there for him to like to compete. Jeezy was playing all his hits, but Gucci was playing songs that gave him the energy. Um, right. I, I, but I believe um, I believe Jay Z got it all. He got the energy. He's he used to perform. We haven't seen him perform. You know, we we see him in suits all the time now. He looking really like calm and everything. But like people forget, like this dude. This dude can spit. Like, if you put him in performance where he where he's like basically playing his sport, he could get cocky. Man, he's gonna embarrass anybody who steps next to him. That's how I see it. I mean, you know. But uh, what do you think, though? I definitely agree with exactly what you said. Especially like rap is a sport, and a lot of people forget that. A lot of people forget about the egos and how braggadocious, how cocky you're supposed to be. And with him, he really got better over time. He's yeah. always been a dope rapper. He's always been a dope lyricist. Metaphors, bars, all of that. Exactly. But I feel like as he got older, as he built his family, has he just grew up. Yeah. His bars have been even more complex, even more like, oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't even notice that he fucking said that. Exactly, exactly. Cause he, it's just like words. It's like poems. It's like poetic. Now he just, he can just give us a message, and it's not like necessarily to be the number one hit record. More than it is just to be music that you know, that relates to his life at this moment. But like, like you said, if you actually listen to the words, like he's saying some powerful stuff, some meaningful things. And you're just like, whoa, this dude is still there. He still got it. He's just doing it differently. Mm-hmm. And he's so cocky, he'll still read you for filth, but you won't look at it like that, or you won't understand every bar. 
That's why he just disrespected you. Exactly. That's why. That's okay. why he said no one. That's why. And that was him showing his cockiness when he went on a little the Twitter spaces and was like, "Ain't nobody, <laughs> nobody <laughs> stopping me." Like he said, "No one, no one's touched me on that stage." And and I, there was a lot of people they were trying to bring up. And uh, I mean, people forget that there's certain classes like you can't just have anybody go against Jay, bro. Like it got to be the top tier. Um, but there are a few that. I don't necessarily can sit there, but I can see. I can see it, but then they'll still probably lose, kind of thing. Who do you but think? for me, like the only person I feel like would, and it would be like a great matchup, would be Nas. I would have to. I would. That that was one of my. That's one of the people on that list for me too. I think Nas. Like I is, like... uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, yeah, you go ahead. Is your thought? You go. <laughs> I feel like. Nas may not have been the most popular, but lyrically, he's so fucking slept on. And it's it's sad that he's so slept on. Especially as a rapper, especially from being from New York, from this his whole standpoint. Two different careers by far. But they both bring the energy, they both bring the lyrics, they both bring the storytelling, they both bring everything. I think that would just be a dope Versus whether they're the winner or loser, I feel like that's the only person that can potentially fit on that stage. Um, I I definitely see Nas and and you know I have a few people honestly that I want I, I would think of stand on the stage with him, but uh, Nas just makes the most sense because of like the historical beef and competition they had against each other. Like they started around the same time, they came up around the same time, and they both still in the game. You know, we, we talk about um, longevity, and these are two gentlemen who are showing it, and, and the fact that Nas is getting even stronger now than he was before, like, he's getting a lot more love now. His music is a lot more, uh, I wouldn't even say mainstream, but it reaches a, a, a larger crowd now than it did before. Like, Nas mm-hmm. was known as a lyricist. He was always known as a lyricist. His, his music was borderline conscious music. But it didn't get the love that Jay-Z. Jay-Z obviously had all the hits. He was like the Drake of his time. He had all the hits that was out. And and it kind of like it kind of like overshadowed all of Nas's accomplishments. But you can see where Nas is at now. And, and again, they had a historical beef. They had diss records against each other. So being able to actually put both of their careers and their top songs against each other and put them on stage, I think that would be probably the best, the best matchup for Jay. But again, you know, the favoritism probably gonna go in Jay's in Jay's favor, period. Um I have a few. Um you know, not a lot of people actually I, I, I kinda talked about this with like some of my some of my people in a you know, I was like, What happened if Eminem? I don't, but I don't think he's respected enough in the hip hop community. You know? You don't you don't think so? I mean, just from what people, you know, just having conversations it's he like if you if you go on to the hip hop list and this and that they usually exclude him they don't they don't include him his music doesn't necessarily reach every body that's a part of the hip hop culture even though I, you know I respect his I respect his music I, I'm a fan of his too but um you know I feel like it would be great because it was like a it's like a best of both worlds thing and uh, I remember that song Renegade back in the day that they had together and that, and that was just like a thing where it was like oh is he better is he better is Eminem better than Jay 
So I'm like, yeah, put their hits together and see what happens, you know. But they're gonna have two different crowds. It's gonna be two different crowds, and you know, in the stands. Uh, and then probably my last one. I don't want to even say Drake or Kanye because they they have their own their own legacy. But there's actually two more. Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is another one mm-hmm. who had a beef with him, and uh, at one point was competing against him when when Wayne was in his prime. But but uh, Jay was kind of like. He was slowing down at the same time, so that comparison at that time wasn't always like I didn't think I, I didn't think it, it should have happened. But they did compete and they had their little win blow for blow. But then the one, the one unique one that I don't think anyone talk about is uh is Dr. Dre. Um, and just I think they just mean the same thing. They have like the same status as far as what they mean to to the culture. Uh, Dr. Dre is obviously more West Side, so he don't get that same love on over on this side. But um, the artists that he's worked with, the music that he's made, and the, his catalog is is ridiculous. And I think if you put both of them head to head, you know, it would be closer than most people would think. But that's my take on that. Hmm. I definitely understood the Wayne. The I'm surprised that he's not really as respected because. For me, he's like one of the definitely one of the best lyricists that ever we ever seen. Yeah. And then Dr. Dre. That's an interesting curveball. In it a is. Good way. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it is. Um I, I I just thought about it recently, honestly. I was uh hearing some of his music and and I you know, when you think about it, he's not again, he's not that active in today's music at all. Like he's kinda behind the scenes and stuff, but like he has a lot of music. He has a lot of music, and and you gotta also think like some of the some of the verses that he they don't necessarily play the songs that they're on. They could play a song that they they might have might have created or helped create too, or he might have spit a verse for somebody and gave it to somebody at the track. And you'd be surprised what Dr. Dre got in his bag. He he he's he's a legend in his own his own right. Even though we we still waiting on music for him. <laughs> when was the last time he actually put out an album or anything? Um, I mean he had, it was a compilation album. It was like a soundtrack for for Straight Outta Compton. But okay. before that, it was like maybe like two thousand one Chronic, you know, two thousand one or whatever it was. It was a long time ago. It was a way long time ago. But uh, he always pops up every now and then. Got a lot of dumb songs and stuff that we don't we we haven't even heard yet, but he's cut it for a lot of things like moving forward. Yeah, I think the last one was a Chronic two thousand one. Yeah, it's been a long time. So on the vocal side, who do you think? Well, did you hear what Mariah Carey said when L.A. Reid? Kind of threw out there that he that she should do a verse with Beyonce. Mariah Carey should do a, a verses with Beyonce. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah. Um. That's, that's what La Reid threw out there. Okay. Well, I mean, I feel like this it's two different styles, but I think it'll be a nice matchup. What do you think? I wouldn't want to see that. You wouldn't? Like, I know that they're, 
Yeah, nah. Okay. Like, I know that they're cool, but it's too different. Okay. And I feel like automatically, as much as Beyonce is affected, she wouldn't win. Mm, wow. That's a big one. And only I would say one, all Mark Harry really has to say is, thing is, Hero and huh. this Christmas. Yo, no. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah, she got, <laughs> she, <laughs> she got them songs. She got the novelties. You right. She definitely got novelty songs. Wow. You, I, you know, I agree with you on the fact that they are too different. Like, they, they have two different purposes in the world, and... Mariah Carey's music is is way different than Beyonce's. Um, I feel like Mariah Carey might have, say, like the quality of her songs might be better. Like you said, Hero, and like mm-hmm. you said, the Christmas song. You know, like we just realized, like she make a million a year off that track, and she, ain't, you know, that's been a, been a long time. But um, I feel like Beyonce has more hits like say if you want to make you know because she makes a lot of music i don't think mariah carey makes as much music or you know it's like uh it's like she might come out every few years but it's like high quality music every song is like with quality to it when it came when it comes to beyonce she makes movies like her whole it's the music is a whole catalog it's like it's something that you you listen to in full right like once the time i'm hearing people when they listen to a beyonce album it's like a full body experience, like from top to bottom. It's like that's that's what she does, you know. Mm-hmm. So it'd be hard to like point out one track that would be like better than any Mariah Carey track, you know. But like the the whole her body of music might be better. Yeah, and it's but it, like you said, it's still different at the same time. You know who I would think was a better matchup though for Mariah Carey. And it's still, still, still not the same. It's, it's like someone like Alicia Keys. Like, cause it's, it's mm. the voice, it's the vocals. That's, that's what we know. Not saying Beyonce don't have that. She has a heavenly voice, right? But she makes hit records. Like we know Mariah Carey for her beautiful voice. We know Alicia Keys mm. for her, her, her voice and her piano playing. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I, I w- you know, I think that'd be more of a comparison. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to stop you there. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me. Uh, like, uh, I don't think we ever put Alicia Keys' voice in a high regard. I'm not saying that she can't sing, because she can. Okay. But it was more of the artistic, um, musical, the musicality that she has. That she's able yeah. to play piano. That she's able to sing. That yeah. she still has a good voice, but she's not necessarily a vocalist. Yeah. Mike Harry's always been a vocalist, and she's always, well, not always, because there are times that her voice was not where it needed to be. That's true. I remember that. And Beyonce's never failed in vocals. That's it's just fact. gotten better and richer as time went on. And, and, and the quality of her music keeps on getting better. Mm-hmm. They're two artists. So, I would say, for some reason, I, would, I wouldn't mind her and Tony Braxton. Who and Tony? Mariah and Tony Braxton. Two different, mm. two different things, but they both are timeless artists. They both are okay around the same era in a way. 
and they both make around the same kind of music. Okay. I see that. It would still be different, but it would be... I was still around the same age range, same, around the same, I guess, people. Yeah. I don't know. You know, and then we got to also just think, like, there's certain artists that you can't you can't match up with someone else. It'll never be, it'll never be like a, a perfect matchup. Like, like you said, Mariah Carey, like every, everybody who you put next to her is going to be, they don't really match up, but they could, they might have an element that could compete with her, but not, you're not going to match up. You can't match up. Like you, who's going to match up with Rihanna? Who's going to match up? You know what I'm saying? Like who's going to match up with someone like her? Like if she do a versus like a certain artist, it's hard to like find that specific matchup with. Uh, yeah. So, since we was on, I guess vocals and in reference to Beyonce. Yeah. Who? Who? Have you heard of the whole conversation about who can sing better between her and Adele? And Adele? Yeah. I I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that one. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So it's, it's kind of been around for probably a little while now, but they've, at least for years, they've always been discrediting Beyonce's voice because I was putting her in the entertainer category okay, or the performing category instead of the vocalist category. But then a lot of artists have constantly been coming out saying, like, she's one of the standards of vocals. <laughs> like, her techniques, her everything is just out of this world. But recently, since Adele came back out with her album 30, and when she did her one-night show, I forgot where it was, and then she and then she did another concert-type show. Yeah. And her voice has definitely gotten better over the years. And vocally, this, her album is amazing. Okay. But now, but now they're saying that Adele sounds, sings better than her. Beyonce. Adele sings better than Beyonce. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I think, um, I think, I think Adele has a beautiful voice, you know, and there's certain artists that just have a distinct voice. Um, and I think she's one of those artists, honestly. It's hard. I wouldn't, you can't even compare the two. I, I don't know who, who's a better singer. I hear I hear Adele's uh, a little bit of Adele's music. I don't really listen to, her. you know. Um, I love Beyonce, but I think uh, again Beyonce, she has range too, but not everybody knows her for like her pure vocals. You know, I don't. You know, again, she makes hit records. She might be she might be in a song where you could hear her emotion more than just hear how, like how high her voice could go or how long it could, could hit a note. You know, it's like she wants you to feel the rage. She wants you to feel that. So. Um, I'm trying to think of a song that, you know, that, that gives you pure vocals from, from Beyonce, but Adele, I think, I think she's, I think what people are seeing that she has this classical voice, you know, she has something, she makes classical music. And again, they, these are two different type of uh, music that they create. And so it's hard to, it's hard to compare the two, you know, you know, it's funny. My, my girl be saying this all the time and I'm starting to understand it. They be like, you can't always, why can't two people stand you know, stand high. Why? Why you always gotta put one above someone else? You know, because they, you know, they're two different artists with two different unique skill sets, two different voices, two different music styles. So, 
who cares if if one person thinks Adele's vocals is better? I don't know. I mean, what's your, what do you think about it though? Because I'm I'm a little lost of words for that one. I don't know how they got that comparison. Of course, the beehive is about to jump out of me. <laughs> Go <But>. ahead, yo, <laughs> let it, yo, let it out, yo, let it out, and enlighten me. You know what I'm saying? Enlighten me, enlighten me, enlighten the, enlighten the audience. Um, Beyonce. I feel like people get confused when they talk about vocalists and when they talk about singers and singers, like with the er and then the ar. Oh wow! <laughs> and I feel like they just assume like because you have a powerful voice yeah. you are a better singer and although like we have the Jasmine Sullivan, Sullivan whose voice is out of this world yeah Jasmine Sullivan is a beautiful voice. voice completely then you have the Jennifer Hudson's you have the Kiki Wyatt's then you have the Fantasia's yeah yeah and they are in a class of their own right they are powerhouse singers right yeah that's yeah but that's a good one think of we have Love on Top. We have Scared and Lonely. We have Spirit. We have. What about um? Um. Do you so know what? Alive. Yeah, you know what? Uh, be alive. Yeah. There's another. You know what song from Beyonce that it, it came top. from? A, yeah, Love on Top is a good one. But there was one song that. I, I remember it was her first album. I think it was called yeah, Dangerously in Love. That shit. That was the first song I heard that was like, holy shit, she got, you know, she could really, she could really fucking sing. Um, yeah, that song was beautiful. I love that song, actually. But um, she got another one. This, I think, was it, it's like Listen, right? Yep, Listen. That one, she, she, she hits really hard, too. Masking to you. There's countless ballads. Halo. Yeah. Yeah, Halo. Halo, Halo. yeah, 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 you're right. You read about classic that. Classic ballad. And for her, she's very technical. And her runs is crazy. Her vocals are crazy. Her vocals is always on. So she might not have a powerhouse, which she can if she wanted to, but That's true. she's not going to strain her voice. But I would say, name whatever Beyonce song that you want to that they can do of hers. Like, name a Adele song that Beyonce can't sing. But name a mm. Beyonce song that Adele can sing. See, I didn't even thought about it that way. You're right about that. She, Beyonce has a lot more range than her. Adele's kind of like, I wouldn't say typecast, but she got a specific style and she can't, she can't really move out of it. Mm-hmm. Beyonce could, she gives you different type of styles. Yeah, you're right. There you go. Mm-hmm. And what, do, what do you think? And, and then, I, and it kind of goes back to, uh, um, Mariah Carey too. You think you think the same? Like uh as far as like can y'all match styles? Like can can Beyonce do a Mariah Carey song and can Mariah Carey do a Beyonce song? I feel like I feel like Beyonce can definitely do a Mariah Carey song. Okay. Give the same emotion, give the same rift and runs. Of course it may not be as high as Mariah Carey can go because Mariah Mariah Carey has those octaves, which yeah. the only person, in my opinion, that can really reach those octaves, and I would not, it's the whistle tone, is Ariana Grande. I was thinking that too, 
But Ariana Grande is too early in her career to be going against Mariah. Yeah. She got she a lot more to get. Yeah, she don't have the catalog. She don't, yet. she don't have a class she don't have a classic song yet. Yeah, exactly. I mean she's getting there. She's getting mm-hmm. a lot better. I think her music is is getting a lot better as far as like mixing styles of pop and R and B. She did she getting there. By far she she's definitely a gem and she'll definitely be here for a while. Yeah. But if it's about classics and a lot of artists aren't making classic music. That's true. And that's kind of the problem where it's like, okay, the song is cute, but is it gonna last five years, ten years from now? Are that we gonna is really true. That is true. Not a lot of artists has that kind of music. Um, you're right. Um, I was thinking, and I was talking about that with my girl too. Like, um, I was looking at the the Alicia Keys Drink Champs interview, right? Mm-hmm. And they was talking about how she was able to last so long, and how she could still come out with music that was, you know, that was high quality. And 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 you have different type of artists. You have artists who are mainstream and they'll put like they'll give you a, a, a songwriter they'll give you a producer they give you whatever you need to create a hit song and then you have someone like alicia keys who is a songwriter who can you know create her own beats not beats but like you know she plays instruments so she could just do it herself. Like she don't, she could do it organically. She don't have to go out and get these like elements from, from this technology. She just give her a piano and give her a microphone and she'll create a beautiful song that could last forever. Not everybody could do that. Um, Beyonce could do it. Um, yeah, she could do both. Honestly, we saw Beyonce do mainstream, but now she just, she's just making, she, again, she's making art. She's making full body. It's not even... I didn't even call it an album. It's like a video. Like, she'll make a whole video album, like a whole movie. Oh, uh, was it um, Black is King? I seen yeah. that. Yo, that thing was... That was beautiful, man. Some some parts gave me goosebumps watching that shit. And you learn a lot from it. And it's just like, it's a whole... It's a whole theme. And um, and a vision that she's creating. Um, But not everybody could do that. At all. And Black is King was so slept on. Like, it didn't get enough... As it was supposed to. Yeah, I, I agree, and it's c- probably because the the video was only exclusive on Disney Plus. If she had it like where everybody could see it, you know, I think it caught on to a lot more people. But you know, I think it was a message for kids, so it's it's good that that it was there. You know. So let's get into. So, in your opinion, let's. But so we're genres. Go back to rap a little bit. Yeah. Who do you feel like is the queen of rap? And why? The king of rap? My, you said the king or queen of rap? I can't. I why not? You said Let's the, do both. Uh, if you said queen, I'll, I'll start with queen, right? And, and I, you did write that down, right? Ah... Uh, Okay, are you talking about right now or are you talking about all time? Mm. Because that's a good question. I, I think I would have two different answers, honestly. Okay. Um. So let's let's, let's yeah. do both. Okay. Um. Right now. Right, right now. Damn, it's still hard to say right now. 
Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Meg The Stallion up on top, but I feel like Cardi B is like a is right there, and I'll tell you why. Um, Cardi B she has like those hits, like those classic hits, right? But she don't put out a lot of music. That's my thing about her. Like she she knows how to write a single and make it last a year. Put out two singles and she could make it last. Like she she's known for her commercials. She's known for her personality. So she'll be a host for something and stay relevant. I feel like Meg The Stallion. She just has like music. She just comes out with music, and she's everywhere. Like in performances, she's not as like mainstream as Cardi B would be. You would say, but like everyone everyone messes with her music. And I, I yeah, yo, when you when she spit bars, especially like you put her next to a dude and she spit bars, yo, like I'll be like, yo, her shit is popping. Her shit is like blasting right now, and she get she talk crazy. So I'll be like, oh shit, she could do both. She dope. So I'll give it to Meg. I can give it to Meg the Stallion. I'm I'm just concerned about this case because you know all this information coming out. We don't know what's going on. We don't know the truth anymore. We don't know what the hell's mm. going on. So, but um, I think all time though, I'm a I'm gonna keep it at little Kim. If I did all time, I'll just keep it at little Kim. All the music she made and just her influence. She, if you see Nicki Minaj, you know I don't want to disrespect Nicki Minaj because she should definitely she's in a conversation. But um, and if it was like a few years ago, I probably would have said Nicki Minaj. But um, she she kind of gave Nicki Minaj and Cardi B some influence, like, and like if you see like you would say like I think in you know in the whole in generally speaking, most people will if they talk about the the queens and the top of rap or, or female artists, um, it's like a timeline from Lil Kim to Nicki to Cardi. And I feel like if you look at Cardi and you see Nicki, you're going to see Lil' Kim in both of them. And you got to remember what Lil' Kim meant to to the culture. People forget, you know, they look at people after their career is done and forget about what they've done. But, like, there would be no Nicki if it wasn't. She was doing the same poses that Lil' Kim was doing. She was taking the whole style of being sexual and everything. And, and Nicki took that and rolled with it. Cardi, she she took that and rolled with it. But she put her own spin to it. She, you know, she got a lot of flavor with it. And uh, but I just feel like Megan Thee Stallion, she's just a whole nother beast. It's like a difference. She's like, you got those mainstream artists, but she's just that industry. She's in the industry, like she gonna be there for for a long time. That's how I feel about it. What you think though? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like he be intake all my. Oh my gosh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, for all time, but then I can't, I can't give the titles to anyone right now. Mm. Okay. If, if we're saying that Nikki is not the queen of rap right now, mm. if, if that's what we're saying, then I can't give that title out. I can give a runner up. I can give okay. a potential person. Yeah. But I mean, I yo, give. it's your, it's your, you can have a different set of opinion. You, only because I say she's not there don't mean that she, you know, you might not think the same. I might get jumped right. from, from a Barbie. I don't fucking know. <laughs> but, uh, I don't, yeah, and I, and I, and I, and I don't disrespect her career because she, she was running the game like Drake was. Like, no holes, bar. Like, she was definitely running the game. I don't want to take that away from her. I just, um, uh, I just, I just feel like her career, at least, at least for me, I just feel like her career, like, uh, when she first came out with her music or her albums, it was it wasn't catered towards the right crowd. I think she was making a lot of mainstream music instead of staying to herself. 
she makes great music still, and but I feel like she's more organic. But it was like after a time, and then it was a time when Cardi B starting to come up, and you got Meg The Stallion as well. And Nicki is not as active. That's why I didn't think about her right now because she's not as active. You know, I'm not gonna put Jay Z at the top because he, you know, was the last time he, he really. If I put all, you know, what I'm saying, when's the last time he's been up there? So that's how I saw about Nicki because she kind of slowed down. She's starting a family. She's not really making music, but um, if she was still active, I'm sure she was. You know, but then again, like my girl was saying, they need to give more spotlight and highlight to to women artists because it shouldn't just be one artist that get all the spotlight or they have to share the spotlight. They should be able to have a strong spotlight, both of them or all of them. Because it's like as soon as Cardi came out, they kind of like shitted on Nicki Minaj's career. Just like she came out with one album, one single, and all of a sudden you forget about who Nicki was. You know, it's not it's not fair. It's not fair to them. But of all time, yeah. All time would definitely be Nikki. Okay. Although I definitely have plenty of respect for him, mm-hmm. I just feel like Nikki took that that bar that Kim that Kim put, which was a high bar. Yeah. And destroyed it. Well, Nikki, I think Nikki Nikki got more more lyrics than Kim. I think Kim, if I'm not mistaken. Like Biggie wrote some of her words. I know, I know. Nikki, Nikki, she writes her own stuff. She's like an actual lyricist too. So, Nikki definitely got that over. You write about that though. She definitely took it to the next level. And she just, she knew what she needed to do, and she was hungry. She was cocky. She knew what an a rapper was. And I like how she's saying truth to herself. Like she needed to do pop in order for her to be the biggest female rapper ever. That's true. To open the to open the doors for everyone. That's true. She learns it too because she's just not hip hop. Like she came from an art school. Like she wanted to be an actor. An actor. Music and art. You know something crazy about her, that? My mother went to the same school when she was yeah uh, high school music and art. You talking about LaGuardia, if I'm not mistaken? Mm-hmm. It used to be called high school music and art. She, my mom went to that school. Uh, she was in the same class as uh, uh, Slick Rick, you know. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, she's cool with them. I remember going to their uh, her high school reunion. Slick Rick popped up with Dana Dane, and he's chilling. Like my my older sister is like his goddaughter and shit. You know, it's a lot of respect from that. So when I heard that, yeah, every time I hear about that school, I'm like, word, <laughs> the school definitely has artists. But if I wanted to give to to someone right now, uh, I like Meg, but I'm not sold on her. Say it again. I feel like I said I like Meg, but I'm not sold on her. I feel like she's a one trick pony at this point. Ooh, please elaborate. And I said that <laughs> it, <laughs> because all all you do is cater to trippy music, but we already had that. We need something new. Like your freestyles are the best part of you, in my opinion. That's you true. You can fit. We know you can. Yeah, fit. that's true. That's true. But when it comes to your music, like her actual singles, and it's stuff. not. It's, it's not it. Mm. That album, Good News, was not it. You right. I, I I was you know I was a little underwhelmed with the album. I'm not mm. gonna say it's bad, but it wasn't like, oh shit. Like it wasn't like you can't pick out a song that really stood out. You right about that. It was, it was one of the worst female rap albums ever. And, like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and it wasn't it. Like, Cardi B. 
killed it. Yeah, Cardi B's smart, Nikki. though. She's not rushing killed her music. It. She's like, you no, know. Cardi's scared. You think Cardi's scared? Mm-hmm. Mm. And Nikki's scared. They're both scared. Nikki, to what, put out some music right now? Yeah. Why? Nikki is scared because of the hate train, because of mm. the climate of music right now. Like, she came back where you still had to buy music. Even though it was, like, towards the end of that, she came back where you had to actually buy music before streaming. She fought for streaming. Like, she fought for a lot of stuff in the industry. Okay, and okay. throughout the last few years, she doesn't know where to be placed because you try to throw out. But then... The, Y'all can say the same thing about what happened to Cam. It's a recycling door kind of thing, right? Yeah. So it's like, she's trying to get, just trying to find a spot for herself where it, they care just about the bar, they care about the music, they care about this. But now you have these rappers who are really performing out here. And she's not used to that. Like, that's not what she does. That's true. She's just a rapper. Like, she just wants to rap. That's true. And right now, you have to do more than rap. You have to have this type of beat. You have to have this type of this. You have to have people write for you, whatever that looks like, for a lot of these rappers who are out now who are popping. But they're still like, they might get a great amount of money because of who fought for streams and because of who opened doors for this, that, and the third for y'all to be able to do that. But there's not going to have classic hits. There's not going to be longevity and that so Nikki is still trying to be true to herself but not trying to lose herself anyway mm. yeah I hear that you're right okay that's a I get that I get that because we know she has the hits like who would who would battle her no females seeing her she would have to battle a male you're talking about Nikki right mm-hmm yeah, I think she would kill. I think she'll kill any female rapper right now. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think I don't think Megan can stand on stage with her yet. I don't think her catalog is even there yet. I think she could spit. I think Megan could spit, but I think she had to hone her skills as an artist. Um, but she has a lot of raw talent. Um, Cardi B I, again. It's not like she don't. She can't spit. But her, her bars are not as hard. I mean, if you ever heard, so before her fame, you know, I guess what she was doing, loving hip hop, she was in a strip club, whatever. She has her own music and mixtapes. It's just, you know, it was strip club music, really. But, um, yeah. but like, she didn't really get popular until she was making mainstream hits, which was, again, something that was given to her. And, like, again, you when you put the right artist, if you put the right producers, you know, you put the right people in front of her to help her create the you know, Ghost Riders or whatever, then you obviously could create. But you're right. Nikki would have to go against a dude, you know, because she'll, I think, I think, I think Nicki Minaj is too raw and nasty to, like, really step on stage at anybody who's not going to come correct. I think, honestly, I think that's where Lil' Kim will come in, you know, because, again, they have their little rivalry and they that go to that competitive, that historic, the historic competitiveness between two artists. Um and the hits she got hits I don't know if she got twenty hits though but she got a she got a bunch of hits I think she could come out with some music. Oh, Kim? Yeah, Kim. Um, I think I think that's like the only female rapper, unless you hit somebody with some old school rapper like Queen Latifah or MC Light. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, but I don't. They don't, none of them have like the amount of hits. And then again, Nicki Minaj got like those those hits where she could start singing too, and then that's another thing. All uh, right. So you right. You made a good. You made a good bit for Nicki. I might have overlooked that. Yeah. Um, you see, you see. That's why I said don't, don't, don't. Not only because I said she don't belong there, don't mean that she don't, she belong there. I could be wrong. I don't. You know. I don't listen to everybody. I just know right. from what I hear. Uh, but yeah, uh, that is some good stuff. I, I think, but I, I would say this: um, um, female hip hop artists saw on the rise, and there's still some. I think it was like Lotto. I've been hearing a lot of her music. Mm-hmm. Saweetie, you know, I think she's for the time. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't really listen to her music as much. But I mean, as far as popularity goes, uh, you know. I've been seeing a lot more artists, a lot more female artists, but I think this is the first time where you see two big female artists in Cardi and in uh and in uh Mac the Stallion where they're like getting spotlight at the same time, you know? And I like yeah. that song that they I'm I'm glad that they did a song together too. Like it broke that whole like they, they didn't even let like a beef or like a, a media a media um I guess, yeah, media started beef happen, you know, they didn't let that happen, they, like, did a song showing support with each other, and made one of the biggest songs of to, of, of the years, so the past couple of years, so, it's dope, it's dope to see. Yeah, no comment on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but... To our valued audience members... It'll be an honor for us to get your feedback. And one way you could do that is by leaving us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, or wherever you go to listen to it. This not only helps us know what you guys think of the show, but it helps us get some visibility on those platforms. Also, don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, Twitter pages. We also got TikTok, Facebook, that's where we'll be giving you guys any updates to keep you guys informed of what's going on and also gives us a chance to interact with you guys. So stay tuned to see what we're going to unlock next. Peace. Twenty twenty one definitely gave us some great music. Yes. So let's get into I guess our albums of the year and why. Okay. Uh, you want me to go first? <laughs> uh, up to you, no matter. Listen, I have one one album that's going to be album of the year for me. And it could be me being biased. It could be because he's my favorite artist of all time. But um, I feel like Donda is his album of the year for me. That's not number one album. There's a lot of great albums that came out this year, but... Uh, Kanye West Donda, uh, the whole role. I feel like when's the last time we got an album that got that much hype around it, that much media fucking spotlight attention. Um, he played the album three times before it even came out, and people anticipated it more and more every fucking every time he did it. And honestly, like one thing I would say. Is that the music that's been coming out these past few years? It's like an album will get some buzz, 
for like the first couple weeks that it's out and then people forget about it. Then it's on to the next one. Donda and Kanye is, well, it's mostly, it could be also, you know, because of the whole Lil' Kim thing and what, you know, what's going on with them. But it's still getting a lot of buzz. It's still getting a lot of like uh, media attention. It's a, it's a lot happening with the, with the album. And um, it's forever, it's forever changing. I think it's at uh, 32 songs now. But um, yeah, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, uh, beautiful album. I loved it. I love it from head to toe. Um, it has, it has like a, a gospel feel to it. And I'm not saying I'm not religious or anything like that, but like, you know, being able to have some music that's positive and just be able to listen to it as positive. He has a lot of it in there and you can just jam to it from, you know, from the back. I can listen to it with, you know, me and my girl, me and my boys. I can even listen to it with my, my grandma, my mom is music for everybody to listen to. And I think a lot of those songs, like you said, is it timeless or not? I think a lot of his songs that he made will be timeless within that album. Uh, any other albums, I would say, like, uh, Nas, King Disease 2, I feel like it was better than the first one. Mm-hmm. It's it way better than the first one. I'm not saying the first one was bad. The first one was great. It's just, like, the fact that he was able to come back and make it better. Even better. Like, holy shit. Like, and I'm just like, what the fuck? And he just came out with another album. Um, it's short, but he was, it was like a warm-up to, like, I guess, King Disease 3. And it was, it was oh, still, did? yeah, um, what's the name of it? It's called Magic. It came out. It came out like Christmas Day, or the day before, mm. or, or Christmas Eve. Yeah, Nas Magic. It's like a nine track, LP or LP, whatever you want to call it. And I think Hit Boy produced it. So I think it was just a project he wanted to put out. It's a dope ass album. So uh, I would put that up there. Um, and shout out to the Grammys. I think this is one of the toughest lineups for. Album of the year, at least rap album of the year. It's like one of the toughest lineups. So, um, uh, there's a lot of great music that came out. Well, I'm going to just focus on those two as my album of the year. Uh, shout out to J. Cole. I love his album this year, too. The Off Season. I think it's one of those albums that got some buzz, but uh, kind of people forgot about it once everybody else started coming out with music. But those will be mine. Those are some dope albums. Donna never fully got into it. Still can't. <laughs> and, and it was too much. I, I honestly didn't even try. It was thirty-two out. What thirty-two tracks you said? It is. It's like two know, hours long. It, it is. It's a journey. It's a. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Sunday cleaning music. That's what it. <laughs> you know that. Right. Yeah. It's it's long. But I'm a, again. I'm a fan. I'm a. I'm a big ass Kanye fan. So like. I know, like, if you play three seconds of a song, I'm, I'm going to know what track it is. I'm going to start singing along, like, so I could play that shit all day. <laughs> so, yikes. There's been so much music yeah, that I've listened to this year. Yeah. And to narrow it down, it's hard, mm-hmm. but I'll try. I would say the first album of the year, I, I would probably cut it down to four. As possible. The first one definitely is Montario by Little Not X. Mm, okay. I felt, like, I felt like this was everything I needed from a black gay artist. Gotcha. That I've been wanting that was controversial, that 
made you think, that made you fail, that made you, even if you're straight, you still understood what he was saying. Yeah. You understood the storyline, you, you felt what he felt, and your relationship with whoever you were dating, kind of thing. Or just the, the feeling of being alone from your, your family, or your family not liking you, and wanting to kill yourself. Like, all of these different dimensions that he brought us into his world, and one of the biggest um, rollouts I've seen in a while. Besides Donda, this was definitely one of the biggest rollouts that I've seen in years for for an album. So, he definitely gets my number one spot. He did have a good rollout, too, and and some big performances this year. I would definitely say that. Powerful performances, definitely uh, definitely something that uh, causes conversation. By far. Yeah. I would say second album. Hmm. Jasmine Sullivan. Hmm. Texas Tales. This was just so raw, so R&B. Just made you want more. Yeah. And definitely made you want more. After listening to it. Her vocals was Uh everything. Did I I think someone good. just jumped into the chat. I'm sorry, Hakeem. My bad. Huh. I'm like I heard a I heard I heard a noise. Mm. That's why then Yeah, there we go. Hello. Hello, sirs. Hello. How are you? We're good, we're good. How you doing, Hakeem? Carlton, how you doing? Good, we good. Coming straight from Tag Up Studios. No stop. Tag <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, finally finished uh, wrapped up with my meetings. I apologize for my lateness. It's all good. Thank you for joining us, Myron. How you been? Yeah, I'm doing fantastic. I've just uh, left my COVID protocols, like, uh, you know, all these NBA players, you know, five days. Sheesh. <laughs> hmm. uh, but, yeah, just, be, uh, you know, keeping busy. I'm, like, I'm getting busy. I'm, I'm where I want to be, working on stuff that's important. That's amazing. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So what you guys have been talking about? What you guys been up to? Uh, right now, we wrapping up. We talking about the album of the year. Or album of the year for us. And why? Oh, Donda? Okay. Okay. <laughs> 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 I definitely. I definitely shouted Donda out. I gave it, um, I gave it a big one. Um, well, yeah. Let me... Uh, actually, I think... I, I think Akeem was like when he jumped in. Akeem was in the middle of explaining the albums. I think he was on Jasmine Sullivan, and um, and then from there, I guess you was you could jump in and start start sharing yours as well. I mean, so, bro. After Jasmine, the third album is hard, mm. but I would have to. Damn, I don't know. But I, I would have to give it to Doja. Her. I was, you know. So I heard Doja's album. I forgot if it came out this year, or last year, y'all. I fucking love Doja Cat, yo. I ain't gonna lie. I love Doja Cat music. It's so it's like it has a lot of R and B. It has a lot of R and B elements. I actually have a question for you about that. I think there was okay. people were upset that she got nominated for I think a R and B artist or album of the year in the R and B category, and Jasmine Sullivan didn't get put in the same category. Like, 
they basically saying like she took the Doja Cat took her spot. Like she don't belong to be on that on that list. Do you do you agree? This I feel like they always uh, categorize a lot of artists when it comes to award shows. Mm. And it's hard to I guess for them to separate the two, to separate like what's real rap, what's real R and B, what's soul, what whatever. Yeah. I feel like Doja definitely plays the fence with um pop R and B and rap like Nicki did. Yeah. But for me I feel like I wanted to see Doja rap. But this album was definitely more of an R B fail. So that's why she was nominated for more R and B. Doja got bars too, but, yeah. She does, but I have I haven't seen them yet. I like I, I know that they're there. there. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't see them see yet. More. Okay. Right. And I feel like there's so there's been so many albums that came out from January when Jasmine's album came out till now. So maybe that's why she could have been left out. Don't know why she would be. Maybe that could be why. Because you, you dropped it at the beginning of the year. And people forgot about it. That's that could that mm-hmm. could be it. Man, do you listen to Doja at all? Do you know anything about that? I I, I, I mess with my Doja. Doja said she, you know, she she's a hit maker, bro. Uh, I actually like that song with the weekend on it. I forgot what the what's it called. You're right, or you're the right one. I don't know. Yeah, you're but, right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That song is powerful. But like, uh, that's only because you know I'm a giant weekend fan. But no, <laughs> she's cool. Um, she's really dope. I like um, I like her aesthetics, and uh, you know, I haven't listened to her whole album. I'm not gonna sit here and in, in front like I did. But <laughs> I do I do know that she's all over the place. Like there's no there's there's few artists, you know, that you know have been dominating the, the year of twenty twenty one and she's one of them. Uh yeah, yeah. she's everywhere. Whether it's um I don't know if it's because of her social media presence because she's big on social media, but she's definitely like you hear her all the time. That's like, true. there's no there's no there was not one probably one month where I didn't like hear her where it was casually or me actually cooking on her song, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, she she's killing it, man. Like I'm really impressed like where she's where she come from, you know, way back from like, yo, Kago Moo what's I don't even know the name of that song, but you know, she's like, <laughs> the Moo thing. Uh, yeah. Moo Yeah, she yeah. did that. That was her so they're making all these like bangers. So yeah, like right. props to her, you know? Big props. Yeah, I love Doja Cat. She got a nice presence. Yeah, She's a weird character, man. And shout out for her to be on on, on Dave. I was about to say that too. She was on Dave, and I and because her personality is eccentric, and it was funny to see them interact. Because I'm like, this will be a conversation between these two people. You know, it's dope. It was cool to see. I like I like when you start seeing artists like show some personality, and she got a lot of it. I mean, she always show it, and you know, it's dope. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like I said, like she's awesome. She's awesome, but like Keem, she she's one like what you were saying like her, her album was album of the year or like potential. If I'm catching that right, yeah, I couldn't narrow it down to one album. So okay, it, for me, I and narrowing down to three albums would be hard. But it's Montero, then it is Jasmine Sullivan's album, Hexo Tales, and then it would be Planet Her. Okay, honorable honorable mention. Oh damn! See, I fucked up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had to put a doll there. Oh yeah, yeah. I have to. 
I have yet to listen to it. I went for the proper moment. And since I got to see, like, recently got, you know, dumped. So I don't want to, like, that right now. <laughs> oh, my God. You stupid. <laughs> I recently got dumped, so I don't listen to that. It's fucking make you cry and fucking <laughs> holding yourself at but, night. But, but it's, not even, it's, it's not even that of an emotion. Like, it is an emotional album, but there's so many layers to it. You definitely need to get into it. Yeah, it's a good one. I definitely no, I love it though. First of all, mm-hmm. once you have a voice like hers, uh that's it, I'm your fan. Um, something as unique as that. Like I I love I'm a big fan of that's why I like the weekend. Weekend has a like a, he has a clean, crisp voice. Mm-hmm. I like Florence and the Machine because her voice is just you know, you could pick it out from anybody, you know, like those people who have those like nice, like I don't wanna say angelic because that sounds like that sounds mad flirty for some reason. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But no, they have like just you know powerful voices, you know. Like Amy Winehouse, I had a powerful voice, so I just, you know, once you, once I hear like the acoustics of your sound, like you, I'm hooked. So anything Adele does, is, you know, she's crazy. Like I'm not, I'm in, you know. I hear that. So let's get into the question that me and um. Talked to him going over a little while ago. With, I guess, voices and. So, who do you feel like sings better? Beyonce or Adele? Oh, Adele. Is that, <laughs> that's supposed to be a question? <laughs> that's, that's a real question? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry, Beehive. Oh, shit. Let him, let him, <laughs> let him. 2022, getting, 2022, getting canceled. Yo, no nah, nah, yo, listen, yo, Akeem was talking to me earlier about this because I wasn't sure either, but he he definitely enlightened me on something. You, you might want to hear his take about it. What's up? I'm not, I'm all ears. He, he a part of that beehive, bro. Don't... <laughs> he gonna beat your ass. <laughs> like... Yo, more props to be, more props to Queen B. But you know, yeah, you know, you gotta be real when you gotta be real. You know, you gotta be real when you gotta be real. Yeah, man. Like there's, there's a few above her actually, but I'm not gonna go there. Oh, Rapping in 2021. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that there. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it there. I'm quite sure you'll hear my take on it when you replay it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what okay. would your album of the year? Uh, let me go first, Carson. Oh, I already did uh, mine. I already did mine. Oh, you, oh, you already uh, did mine. Yeah. Well, can I hear yours? What was yours real quick? Just um, I have three. Uh, number one was Donda, and then I had King Disease 2, and I had The Off Season. Okay. Oh, man, yeah. So, honestly, I'm going to go with Donda, obviously. Um, uh, not only is Kanye one of my favorite artists, but it's just that whole rollout. Like, this man knows how to make, make a, a, like, you know, not a movement, but like a moment. And that's what Donda is. It's such a moment. And um, it's crazy how 
they people attack Donda too. I just really uh, a couple of days ago I saw a tweet where um, the New York Post said like, "Oh, Donda Donda chant is like the worst track of 2021," and someone retweeted saying like, "Bro, not only was that an intro, but that was a uh, like a um, so an old to his mother." Yeah. yeah. So like, why are you even categorizing that as a song? Yeah, come know? on, so, really, people like anyone, anyone, so, anyone with a I don't know. People just try to nitpick. I, and out of all the artists this, this year, besides Odell, probably Odell's up there too this year. Um, he was probably the most anticipated drop. Um, and that album delivered on so many levels. It might not be his best work. I'll be the first one to admit it as a Kanye fan. It might not be his best work. Redondo? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's up there. It's high caliber. It's high produced. It's like so much went into it. And uh, there's so many songs that just go so fluid and it just shows... Uh, why Kanye is Kanye? You know what I'm saying? Why he's up there? And people, you can clown the one he wants with with his extracurricular activities, but at the end of the day, everyone agrees like this man is a genius when he's fucking doing music. And the album is genius, you know. Like, and I, it sounds like I'm blowing smoke up his ass, and I'm not because I'm a I'm, I'm a fan and all that <laughs> stuff. But it's 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 it is what it is, bro. That's the only way I can explain it. And like, I listen to Off the Grid probably every like. Every almost every day. That's a, that's my hype Wait. song, yeah. It's yo. When I heard it at the first listening party, I tur- it broke. I, I broke my neck. I was working on my computer and I had it on the TV, and it broke my neck. I'm like, yo, what is this heat? Like it was like I didn't like. It's crazy how this man, you know, started sampling R and B's 20 years ago. You know, and that's what that's what he was known for sampling old R and B songs. So then he goes like, nah, trap it. You know, Brooklyn trap. You know, there's all this stuff is in. This, um, what's it called? Um, I'm showing my age. Um, <laughs> what's that called? The uh, um, drill, drill, drill rap. Drill yeah. is in right now. So yo, let me get the arguably one of the uh, most highly thingy uh, drill artists and put him on the, and make a drill beat for him. And not only is he is he made made a drill song for the time for the moment, but he elevated five five or four and yeah, he was getting he was getting high praise already, right? He's one of the like this. He's in the forefront of the drill music, right? The drill scene, yeah. but. Yo, you got a song with Kanye. Everyone's not going to deny that. And he showed up. Myron, I think we might have lost you. Can you hear him? No, I don't hear him. Myron, Hello? There you go. Yeah, I just came back. Okay. I just came back. My fault. Some call happened. Um, But yeah, so he honestly, like, he said it's crazy he how... Yeah, yeah, he showed up five before show, but that's the thing about this album. Yeah, you might critique that he has a little, like, a whole bunch of features on it, but like, he gave a platform to all these artists. Like, people, like, uh, let's be honest, the whole world listens to Kanye. Not the whole, the whole world don't listen to five before. The whole world don't listen to Baby King. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he gave those people those platforms on these excellent, like, dope songs. Like, they don't have to, like, listen. They're not gonna listen. They're not. Some like out of this world shit, but they're trendy, popular songs. They sound good, you know, and and it's still it's it's amazing that like he had the opportunity to do that, and like he's done it before in the past. So, like you know, he always puts on Chicago talent because that's his hometown, like Lupe and Chief Keith. So to see him like do this for all these artists, like, I honestly I'm gonna keep it buck. Baby Keem, I just discovered him this year, and I was in two like I had that one song that like I think it was No Sense that I liked a lot. He put Kanye and he, he Kanye got put on the thing and he drove this to the T because then he he had the the Kendrick joint and then yeah. he dropped it 
erotic blue, which is also that's probably that's a really that so, could that could definitely be a part of it because that's that's an underrated album. Yes, a melodic blue is such a great album. But if it honestly, yeah, I discovered BBT my own, but because the Kanye co-sign, it elevated him even more, and I dove right into Baby Keem, and he's honestly... Don is my favorite uh, album of the year, but Baby Keem's my favorite artist of the year. Mm. So, yeah, just, it's awesome, like, you know, that, like, we finally got new Kanye, you know, I'm always happy for new Kanye, like I said, he just knows how to make a moment, and all those releases, you know, those listening parties were just, like, they just... That that the releases made the album and the album just, just nailed it and you know like it's just everything 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 it was just awesome um, to see that all unfold and no album except maybe Certified Little Boy had like the those like that anticipation of, of like those hype moments or whatever I mean yeah I'm gonna go ahead and say Certified Little Boy and Adele's Thirty is probably like, the ones that got like the most. Um, because J. Cole dropped and he, he kind of just dropped and then like he kind of waved the water even though I do enjoy the album and there's a whole bunch of other stuff that I'm still catching up on you know like I, people love that um, I forgot his name Isaiah Rashad album the people love that album and I'm just starting to like actually sit down and listen to this whole thing front to back you know so that's why I think well that's why Donda is my album of the year because it just it nailed the, it knows everything, all the check marks for when it comes to music, which is like you know the branding, the the execution, the every, everything. You know, like and, it was a good, it was a great rollout. And yeah, then, the, and so then to like, top it off, I think you really topped it off with that the benefit concert, because you know a part, of, I think a part of his rollout was his beef with with, with Drake. That that was definitely fake, bro. Let's be honest, bro. He literally just set that up just to say it because he knew Drake was looming because that man was supposed to drop in February. Yeah, exactly. and all of a sudden Donda's dropping. He's like, "Oh, Drake was trying to ride yeah. the Donda wave." And yeah, I think it was all the plan. The the real winner was Baby Keem because Baby Keem dropped in between those albums. He's like, "Yo, I'm a, I got a track with Kendrick, I got a track with Kanye, bro. I'm gonna ride this to the wave." You know, like saying like, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's yeah, it was awesome. Like honestly, like it, and not to mention it, it was a kind of like a great year for music. And oh, a great year for music. It low-key reminded me of 2016 when everyone was just dropping music, straight bangers. Yeah. For that one year straight, everyone was like, oh, I'm going to drop an album. And it was just fire. <laughs> For like a year and a half. Like, it didn't matter what genre you were doing, you were dropping heat. I don't know what happened to those, like, what happened that year. I don't know. Everyone took, like, some musical steroids or, like, they were just, like, symphonically in tuned. But, I think, I think, yeah. I think everybody was just trying to revitalize the, the music industry. They said mm-hmm. it's been a couple of years, so let's let's all put in our, you know, let's all put in but some they, music. But they succeeded. Oh no, they definitely they exceeded. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely met my expectations and more. I was just, I been it was just like a gift. And all these all this music to come out this year, I was it was definitely something to remember. Definitely something. But oh yeah. man, it was good. It was great. Yeah. Shout out to my dad, Kanye West. You know. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, that's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, last thing I say about that. Um, before we move on, Kanye was like I said, album of the year. But I felt like he was the artist of the year for me too, just because of everything he did this year, all the all the. He came back strong. He came out with a lot of music. He, he and he and he stayed true to himself. And then on top of that, again, he ended up. 
with that benefit concert with Drake, um, which was something like again. And if if, if Kanye is not my favorite artist, or if I'm not listening to Kanye, then Drake's gonna be the next one up. So it was it was a joyous occasion for me to hear all that music, put them in playlists together, and then get to see them perform. It was like it was it was amazing for me. I was I was I was definitely happy with the whole with the whole thing. Uh, thank you, twenty twenty one, for great music. <laughs> So artist of the year definitely um Little Nas X and Chloe Bailey. Ooh. Chloe's been killing it with performances. Like she's really hopefully she's gonna continue to hone her stuff. I just don't want Tyler to be a lot. Don't want them to really just build each other up and continue Chloe and Holly the group and continue solo careers and of course Little Nas X is everything that he's done this year has been immaculate and game changing. So thank you, 2021, for great, great music. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into this next topic. Well, they kind of tie into to each other. So what has 21 taught you, 2021 taught you, and what experiences did you get out of it? Hmm. <laughs> I, uh, I'm going I'm to save mine because I got a lot. <laughs> I got a lot of experiences. So let me go first. Yeah. 2020 has taught me a lot about self-love and being focused. Mm. Um, because just, you know, the whole year I was just, you know, trying to grind, you know, was still pandemic mode, unfortunately. And it just showed me like, yo, like, just hustle harder. Keep hustling. Um, and if you just, you know, keep at it, like, you know, you don't get diamonds, bro. You don't get diamonds when you apply the pressure. And, um, I was just telling Akeem before you know, we had the technical difficulties that I I'm, I myself feel like a pressure cooker. And I'm finally going to see the fruits of my labor because I've just been busting my ass off, like so much, you know? And I'm just trying to bring not only us, I'm trying to bring the whole problems with me and just, you know, or whatever. I had a, um, recently just had a um, shout out to Anna Naikina. She is a, a children's writer. Uh, she has her second book just dropped. And I had a great conversation about her and she literally just even motivated even more and made me more hungry because she's out here, you know, doing it for the kids and like, you know, keeping the culture intact and all that stuff. So, and it's beautiful. And, um, and I'm so glad I got to meet people like her and shout out to uh, DJ Wawa, uh, who like brought me into his fold to bring, you know, create this platform called Tag Up and, you know, give these platforms to these artists that who don't, have the platform you know like who want to make it but they don't have the means to you know and we supply it and we create stuff for them you know like um it's just you know keeping focus and self-love man like I, I, I can't say it any better like you know and uh it's like the the thing i have on my wall like i have a canvas printed out uh, from a kanji tweet ironically and it says like we don't try we do and i've been and that's i've been doing and, and like i said like it's, i've it's that's going good and like I'm so glad like you know I have a good head on my shoulders and even all the negatives I'm thankful for because all I did was learn from them so that's my spiel for 2021 <laughs> that's what's up that's amazing that's yeah that's good go ahead Carlton 
Alright, um, well, I learned a lot. I've been, I've been learning a lot. I, I wrote a list, right? But I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna just skim through it because everything will have like a fucking explanation and a story behind it. Um, but this is one thing, one thing I, well, I always knew, but I, but I'm keeping to it. It's, um, it's to remain positive and keep faith. Um, understanding the difference between being negative versus saying no to something that is not good for you. Um, Mm. to trust yourself, believe in yourself. That goes back to, to self-love. Um, you don't have to always share too much information. Not everybody, um, can, you can't, you can't, you can't expect everybody to like, you know, hold your secret, not even hold your secrets, just hold your privacy. And, and sometimes you give too much information or have people thinking differently of you instead of just understanding who you are. Um, focus on love because love is power. And that goes back to the law of attraction. That goes back to manifestation. Um, when you do something you love, when you put your love into something, um, it will only conspire to give you more power towards what you're doing. Uh, be intentional. Uh, remain in the present. Uh, finding new ways. I'm just, and for me, just um, I've been finding new ways to be healthy and active. You know, I've been coming to terms with my back, and it's not the same. I don't know how. I'm not. I'm not giving up faith that it won't be. But I also have to know. Different ways for me to be active. I can't play ball as much as I used to. I can't run around as much as I used to. But um, just find a different different ways to to be active and stay healthy. I've been adjusting to that. Um, also finding new motivations because again, one of my motivations was basketball, and I'll get back to it. But I gotta find other things to help me. Um, don't be afraid to take risks. Yeah, and um. I think that's mostly it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I got. Kip Keem, what about you? Uh, well, goal for y'all was amazing. But to piggyback off of y'all, I would definitely have to, like I start off with, the self-love and self-awareness of what you really want. Like Carlton said, be intentional. And living in your presence. So this year, I've definitely began more to love myself, began more to be more intentional of what I wanted and what I did not want in terms of people, things, whatever that looked like. Um, Really walking into my power, into my essence. Really just taking me to the next level. Especially emotionally, physically, like, I would say, like, April or what have you, I had, like, a little health scare that I had to take care of. And then throughout that health care, throughout that health scare, I lost about 50, 60 pounds. Wow. That's definitely amazing. So trying to, I guess. I'm jealous of it. Wait, I wish (laughs) I would get sick and lose that much weight. Shit. Let me stop. That's a joke. But with, but within that time, and you're good. But within <laughs> that time, um, still trying to get my mouth together. So that definitely, me wearing braces now, definitely helped with that. So I guess looking at things positively. 
Like, that was another thing. Like, what you put into your body is what you get out, especially, like, words. Words is important and so imperative to waking up, to reading posts of the day, to putting positive things into you, because if you're having a fucked up day, it's going to be fucked up. But if you make light of it, if you think you're going to have a fantastic day, whatever comes your way, you're going to overcome it. It's going to be a lesson. It's not going to be just a blah kind of thing. Yeah. It's always this different mantra, different things, whatever keeps you in the right headspace, go for it. I learned that. And experiences definitely living my best life for my birthday. There's more about taking me out. And I did my first photo shoot, which was amazing. Yeah, did you hire a photographer? I went to... <laughs> no, no, it's all good. <laughs> no, no, that would be nice. Trust me, because I want to do more. But I did... Um... It was from New York, um, photo company or whatever. And they oh, told nice. me that they seen tend to have a distinct look, even though I used to think I was ugly, but I guess distinct look means I'm just distinct looking, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. But they said that they could see me as being a model, which is an amazing thing. So I guess going into 2022, I want to kind of look into more photo shoots, more stuff like that to see if that's something I would really want to do. Well, King, you have me and you have a space to do it if you ever want one. Ah. Absolutely. 2022, like, I definitely want more photo shoots. Like, <laughs> I haven't felt more alive during that. It was so weird, the whole makeup thing, the, the different poses, but I found just inner peace, just love. Like, I personally did that for me so I can be more out there, so I can be more outspoken just put myself out there more kind of thing and I loved how it made me feel so that's something I don't see myself running away from so as many fun shoots as I need to take next year I'm here for it hmm. I hear that that's so, what's up man let's get into Miss Rona uh, before we uh, before we get before we go we get into that to that Rona that's taking over the world again, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I want to emphasize on on some of the stuff right from from twenty twenty one and the new experience. So I think we we talked about what we learned, but I don't think we talked about the experiences like that. You know, uh, well Myron kind of did with his um with his stuff, but um. I don't, you know, I wanna I wanna talk about the podcasting. You know, we we you know, this is something that we we started this year. We kinda like in twenty twenty we had we had it planned out, but it wasn't until this year that we really uh that we stepped into it and actually like we did it. And honestly, I think this is the first time closely, obviously like me and Myron, me and Sprad, and me and you, I can we all work together, right? But like it wasn't anything of our own. It was something that was uh part of another company you know what i'm saying it's not the same thing as like relying and trusting on each other to to work together and like coming up with a vision together it's uh 
And it's a lot harder than it looks, shit. I'll tell you that much. Can you agree with me, Myron? One million percent. <laughs> that was a little bit of sarcasm. But yo, um and it is one <laughs> of the <laughs> he said one million percent. No, but yo, it was uh it was honestly it's been it's been like a um it's been a, a big learning curve and just uh being able to to be patient also like understanding everybody and understanding what you want as well, you know. Uh shit is shit is shit is fun at the same time. Frustrating. But um it's that's it's gross. been it's been a it's second. It, that's what every creative process, bro. I'm telling you that right now. Like even like even though I have the space, the studio space, I'm you know, it's still hard for me to bring in clients. It's still hard to, you know, build up the repertoire, you know, for the space, you know, like we you know, so like trust me, I understand the curve, like the frustrations. It's literally like being great in my DNA at this point. Even with my phone photography, you know. Yeah, any, anything you do is gonna come with with those tough bumps in a row. It's how you handle it, you know. I uh-huh. yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to handle it, and you gotta be able to again, like it goes back to knowing to keep faith. I just wanted to get you know into the specifics because I, you know, I just put it in a whole bunch of like uh, quotes or just meanings, but no, there's no no real experiences behind it. Um, all the stuff that happened, like you know, there was a it was it was a tough road for me this year, uh, and it's something I shared with with, with Myron earlier. And it was like, you know, just like all the stuff I was that was happening in the house and then even to the point where I got fucking robbed and shit like that. It was just like um it was like probably one of the like say worst spots I've been in, especially and you know what's crazy? I you know, just about some of the learnings that I learned too, because I read book, I've been reading um some of these books, uh, the Will Smith book. And um, he's talking about how he hit a rock bottom, and it was like after he started rapping, and he first got his deal, then he, and then it went to waste, and then he got to the point where he maxed out his credit cards, and and he got arrested. He didn't even have enough to like get away or get out of it, or whatever, and he just felt like he had hit rock bottom. I wouldn't say I hit rock bottom, but I'm gonna tell you, it is it like one like when you when you reflect and you be like, yo, I was I was really like like you know. Haven't haven't been active, haven't been working. The most I was able to do was this, um, and try walking. And I'm like, yo, I did not know where my next fucking my next check was coming from because I'm like going to court with with fucking workers comp doctors and all this other shit. And just to be like, have to have to remain that faith through everything, you know. And for everything to work out, and then it was just like where where it hit the peak, where a lot of people probably like, you know go crazy i swear it's like all the blessings start coming in for me and the second half of the year got a lot better you know and um and i just remember telling everybody around like you know like obviously you're gonna go through those frustrations um you know and you gotta have people that you can vent to you know because you can't keep all that emotions into yourself you either you know have therapists or family or friends that you can speak to and like let those things out because you're gonna go through it regardless right like you said my there's a lot of frustrations trying to get the clients, trying to do this and all the other stuff. Like you could have that in the back of your mind, but if you hold that in, you know, what what does it help, you know, letting it out and just expressing that, but also knowing at the end of the day that like, you know, understand what your goal is, understand like you said, your focus will be and where and where you wanna go. So it's dope to see that. Um, see it coming out. But um definitely twenty twenty two is gonna be a is gonna be a lot of changes. Um 
And it goes back to me saying, you know, understand the difference being negative and saying no. Like, if it doesn't serve you and it, and, it, and, it, and it doesn't help you in any certain way or if you feel like it's holding you back, then you can't be afraid to be yourself and you can't be afraid to, to want what you want. And it, especially if it's in your control. There's certain things you can't control. But if you have you have control over your destiny, then then take the damn steering wheel. No, one hundred percent. No ifs, ands, or buts. Amen on that. But yeah, so it was a, it was a, a this probably one of my craziest years, you know. And you think twenty twenty was tough, and twenty twenty one just got harder. But the, the most beautiful thing is, bro, is that we're all in the same boat. <laughs> in the sense of like we're all going through it yeah and then um and then you just and i just remember too like there's another thing that people don't understand this is one thing i had to learn well i've been learning and i'll just you know one thing i've been learning is is wisdom and i'm talking to a lot of like older people like my dad my grandmother and everybody you know who, who think this way and just um people learn things at different times in their life so what what you might have, what I might have, or what what Myron might have, or what Akeem might have, you might not have it right now. But there's something that someone else that you have yourself that the person itself has, or learned, or have done that maybe someone's gonna learn in five and ten years from now. And and to not judge anybody for what they don't have or what they do have, and understand that everybody's time will come when their time is coming. You know. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. That's it. Sorry, I came up to Thank you. <laughs> no, thank you, Reverend Jones. Yes, sir. <laughs> Listen to more Kanye albums, more Sunday service, and then I'll be a reverend. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a lot of reflection this year. That's what we do. At the 99. <laughs> <laughs> to piggyback, like, off of what you were just saying, definitely never looking at someone's success and borrowing it on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, what's for you is going to always be for you. And a lot of people need to really realize that and get your own definition of success because. Your road to your road to success is not their road, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Everybody has a path and destiny, and vision. And some some visions align, some don't. Mm-hmm. Some goals, some dreams you might have to do at a later time, or rearrange that to where it would fit in, and where it would be cohesive, and where it would just. Fit where it needs to fit. Yeah. And yeah, I felt <laughs> like I was about to go to my hours, but I lost it. <laughs> <laughs> you can take a minute. But definitely, learning to be intentional with what you want and what you need in any relationship. Because yeah. closed mouths don't get fed. And recently, probably like a few months ago, I was dealing with this person. And we had like the weirdest conversation. Because we, 
I never had a conversation where it was based on, I guess, sex and not necessarily pleasing that person. Mm. So, like, that's the conversation that's, like, kind of, like, not spoken of, which is weird. We should be able to talk about that, but it just doesn't happen. Unless y'all had those type of conversations and I'm just, you know, new to this. Mm. Hmm. Have y'all or? Oh, that was a question. I thought she was. <laughs> Say it one more time, Kim. Yeah, I thought it was uh, you were just. I thought you preaching. Yeah, I thought you was preaching. Oh. Man. I thought. Yeah. So have y'all had a have y'all ever had a conversation about y'all sex life with your partner? Like, or how you're not pleasing them or whatever that looks like. Have I ever had a conversation with my partner about sexual needs? Is essentially the question, right? Basically. Um, no. Uh, I mean, no, not, not, not in that sense. Only, I say no because I don't have anyone more now. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anyone to talk to. But I mean, like, in your, your last relationship. <clears throat> uh, no, we never spoke about that. So definitely... That wasn't okay because, um, yeah, there were some hiccups in that department. Nothing crazy, but, you know, like you said, closed minds don't get fed, so. You will never know what someone's thinking or, yeah. Yeah, I get you, Myron. I got you. (laughs) 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 But um, I, I I guess I answer that because, um. Again, one one of the one of the best things about me and my girl's relationship, honestly, is is is, is how vocal we are. We don't let we don't let things like uh, stay closed in for too long. We, even if we have to argue about it, or, you know, whatever. But um, before we even got together, we you know we had a conversation about sex. So I'm like, that was one of the things turned me on. I just and it wasn't like oh we were talking about fucking each other. We were just it was just a conversation about sex. You get what I'm saying, like what you like your experiences and stuff like that so it's like we always is able to have those conversations so um talk about wants and and needs and stuff like that uh we talk about frequently we talk about like things you want to experiment with um you know sometimes what you thinking about bringing an extra partner and just for the fun of it i'm like and i had to talk to her about it. i'm like you really want that to happen like you really want me you really want another girl in the bed with us? Like, what's she, what's she gonna be able to do to me? What I'm gonna be able to do to her? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, what? How would you feel if this actually happens? You know, like, and, and there's little things like that where you know, we have open conversations about it, uh, and even smaller things like, what do you like? Have you ever tried this? I don't want to get too much because you know my girl's private. I ain't trying. <laughs> I ain't trying to talk about all this shit. But we have open conversations about it. Um, and uh, honestly, open conversations, and it only had to just be about sex life. It could just be about cleaning habits, who cooks. I remember it was a big issue, like, okay, we always expect another person just to clean this or clean that, and nothing gets clean. So we put each other on a, a cleaning schedule. Every two weeks, we got chores, like, you know, you focus on these rooms. Someone does the dishes for the next two weeks. Uh, focus on the bathroom this week, whatever, like, you know, and we and, and you just go from there. Um and like you said, closed mouths don't get fed. I think, yeah, you know, and it's crazy. I was looking at 
Yeah, I've been looking at Drink Champs a lot. Honestly, shout out to Kanye for going on Drink Champs, and shout out to Nori for having it. A lot of those artists, they talk a lot of wisdom. So, like, uh, Big Sean had one, and he was saying how uh, communication saves a nation, you know, whatever. Um, and and that and that's so true. Just like being able to vocalize how you feel and what you want uh, goes a long way. In any relationship, it could be a friendship, it could be a business partnership, it could be an actual relationship. Uh, just communication is key. It's always going to be key. And again, that goes back to being intentional and remaining in the present. You got you to gotta just be yourself and be honest. And then again, that goes back to knowing what comes to you. You got you to gotta have self-love. So fuck it you know you be you if they love you if they like you or not then they like you or not if they can't agree then it's disagreement then you know then you understand but you should never feel the need to hide yourself or not speak up for yourself very well said thank you thank you <laughs> thank you thank you Wait, no, you that was awesome I appreciate that. You know, I, I might be one of those old wise guys that just like has mad fucking wisdom. I take a lot of experiences, rather than successes, failures. I just, I just reflect a lot. I think that's one of my. That's like one of those things that I would say, like a, what they call, like one of those flaws, like you know, character flaws, like a strength and weakness. My overthinking, I analyze, but I also like might over overanalyze sometimes. But yeah take everything and look yeah. at it but overanalyzing isn't bad but with that conversation before going before we get into the next, <laughs> the next topic okay but with that conversation with that dude it just really at first i was shocked and i was confused like huh what are you talking about but then it made me i guess realize that oh these comments, these type of conversations, just something that I need to start having with people because a lot of people have been, yeah, not detected or mm. not <laughs> not told what it really was, mm. kind of thing. But let's get into this next topic. <laughs> Now we're going to talk about that Rona. <laughs> no, Rona, and she bought her brother Delta and her cousin, <laughs> Ami Khan. Oh, oh Marion? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, shit. I'm confused while we're still in the pandemic two, almost three years later. I, I'm not confused. People are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not telling anyone to do anything, or I'm not saying that you're entitled to what you do. But science is science, bro, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Science is science. You wanna elaborate a little bit? I mean, what what do they always say in all these rap lyrics and in school, whatever? Numbers never lie, right? Two plus two is always equal to equal four, right? So. If my doctor is telling me to do this now and the other, I'm going to go into a black because in the root of it all, science is based in numbers. So, 
again, <laughs> I'm not telling anyone to, to, to do anything or telling him this and that and that you're wrong, but science is science. And the reason why we're still in this pandemic is because people aren't doing their part. As long as you give me a valid answer to why you're doing what you're doing, by all means. But don't come over here and tell me. I just saw a post not too long ago about like, um, oh, you're mandating my vaccine. You're taking away my human rights. Cool. So you definitely belong in a cage getting fed scraps because that's what you made it seem like. You're bugging let alone that person was uh, not young in age, so she clearly doesn't understand how the world works. So, first of all, yeah. I hate I hate those little statement quotes on social media. People like take those quotes and make it a way of life. Like exactly, bro. So it's like there's so much to it. If you're gonna take one quote and say, "See, this is why I'm not doing it," he's like, "Nigga, you not." <laughs> you're not understanding you're not it, and that's why I'm so big. That's why I'm so big on perspective because, bro, I'm going to put myself in anyone's shoes to understand. I want to understand you before I go and argue. You know? Mm-hmm. It's all about perception and um, perspective. And um, I, don't know, I just lost my train of thought. And I, oh, there you go. Um, i rather respond than react. So as soon as, like, you know, someone hears mandate, they're already like, no, 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 we're going to do this, this, and that. Bro, like, hear it out. Niggas, Nick, well, I'm sorry, I'm not going to say the word. People are dying. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I, bro. You know when you drop the N-word, you're passionate about it. You take some real shit. But yeah. people are, you know, people are dealing with this shit. This shit is not a joke. And you're not the only person. I'm taking this so goddamn personal. Yeah. You don't want to take your vaccination? Wear your mask. Don't fucking argue, you know? Take what, do what you're supposed to do. And I, like I said, like, those who don't want to take the vaccination, I thank you so much for wearing your mask. Right? Because, like, at least you're doing something, you know, like, we all want to get out of this. The whole world wants to get out of this. So that's just how, that's what I'm gonna say on that. I just don't want to hear stupid people complain and give me stupid reasons on why I'm they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Because at this point, it's not just about you; it's about your fellow man. You know, I ain't so, gonna lie. There's a lot to it, man. This. There's so much to the vaccine. So, like, one thing I'll say is the the man the the whole mandates thing is. It's not like this is the first vaccination that's been mandated. It's not the first thing that we get put in. We get vaccinated at birth. Yeah, this, exactly. There's a lot of stuff. You know, if you go to certain places in the world, you gotta you gotta have a vaccine. Like I remember going to to uh, to Mali, West Africa. I had to get I had to get a, um, a <laughs> malaria shot, and it's just like you know, there's certain places, the environments, the certain airborne you know diseases, the certain things that 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 uh, animals that carry that you have to. You know, protect yourself from. Be ready. But, you want to go party in South Africa? You better be ready to take like ten shots, bro. Like for real. No, nah, for real. And and it's serious. I, it was yeah. It's 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 not like mosquitoes might carry a deadly disease. Like you might, you don't want to break out in a seizure because you have malaria or some shit like yeah. that. Um, right. And so it's a human. It's a human rights at that point. Oh, you taking away my right to go to Africa because I have to take this malaria shot? No, no, bro. We're not trying to get trying malaria to save in America. You. Like, bro. Like, what the hell? But. There's, and you also is to protect yourself if you're gonna be in that area like yeah. you can't catch it and like I yo when I was in Africa I saw a kid and he he was he's part of the village I went to, first of all this is back in high school I was build um helped build the school for for a high school program um and we was in this undeveloped country in Mali an undeveloped area and one of the kids he was playing soccer with and in the middle of us playing soccer he caught a seizure 
Like he was, he just like we was running down the field, and this dude was laying on the ground having a seizure. They had to be rushed to like the hospital, or the, like uh, to one of those um, those nurses or the the, the housewife, well, not housewife. There's a fucking, there's like a midwife. Midwife is called, and like this kid had malaria. They're not protected like that. We were protected like that because of our advanced technology. But these, you know, these certain people can't afford it. But that's just one thing about mandates and and, and vaccinations. Certain it's just airborne illnesses. But I would say. The only thing I would say is this, because I had a lot of, um, I had a lot of like questions. I had, I had my, my questions about the vaccination and the vaccine itself, because again, it was, it was new. It was something that they were testing and developing as, and we seen it, like they were giving it out before it was even approved, like FDA approved and everything else. Um, but a lot of people don't like realize like, you know, and I saw this on a train, they, they promoting this, not promoting this, but they're like they're giving you awareness themselves. It's like you could get a heart disease. Like there's something called myocardi- myocarditis or something like that. That's uh that gives you information in your heart. And that, and that is a direct result that comes from the vaccine. So it's like, you have to be aware and you have to make the decision that's based off you, but you just can't be reckless at the same time. And especially that goes for people who, Oh, I'm, asymptomatic oh it doesn't affect me blah blah i never saw anyone get sick it's just like if i saw someone get sick i saw a bunch of people get sick i got sick i know it's a real thing i, I yeah i survived but i didn't want that feeling anymore and you and, and because you're reckless and you're going around thinking that it's not affecting anybody else and this is just some government bullshit like you're wrong and and that's where it comes in you got to have a balance of having the knowledge but also making a conscious decision when it comes to that now why it doesn't go away is because if i'm not mistaken i heard that deers in the area in a specific area even like 90 percent of them carry covid now like it's something that's going to be in the area it's going to be in the system another reason why is because there's certain places like certain countries that actually took the time to like uh put those strict laws something that we talk about human rights like there's there's countries that like completely completely stop traveling like you ain't going nowhere you stay and they have harsher rules or harsher laws that allow them to go back and and get back to society where we say oh we half-ass the fucking laws and mandates and then we push people back into society before it's, it's eradicated and then call herd immunity herd immunity is come from everyone being vaccinated but not understanding that vaccinated and unvaccinated you can still contract the the virus and spread it so it's still spreading because everyone's still outside and we never really gave a chance to truly be inside and let it go away and that's why and now all we're trying to do is learning how to live with it but it keeps on mutating and that's the issue at this point i know i just said a lot (laughs) i just said now carton's right bro like Keep yourself informed, but also remember you have to do do what you're take care of yourself, bro. At the end of the day, I'm not even asking for myself. Take care of yourself, bro. No, but like you said, like if you're not gonna take it, still be smart about it. Don't just be reckless and right. Like do what you gotta do to protect yourself, but others that surround you, because it's not just about you. It's not about what you're just feeling. So regardless, you gotta just make the right decisions and be conscious yeah, of other people. Just, people are just taking this personally, and like. And there's so much misinformation just being spread around that it just gets, you know, the real stuff, the truth gets lost and it's like messed up. But that's with everything, especially <laughs> now with social media. So, like, it's not it's not the vaccine's fault, it's not the CDC's fault. It's just shit happens, you know? Yeah. 
And then we, you know, think about like other disease. Like you think about the Black Plague, like how many people it took out versus like COVID, or like how long it was in the air, or it was an issue in the world. Like we gotta expect this, and we just gotta keep moving forward. Like. And, and just do what we gotta do. And yeah. we, like even the scientists are trying to figure it all out, and we just stay with them, you know. Like we, and just gotta hope for the best. And you know, again, just stay healthy. You know? We gotta make sure our immune system stays strong because regardless of what happens, you need to have a strong immune system that could to fight that shit. Because again, it's mutating. Uh, now we got we got two shots, but now we gotta have a booster, or we're not considered immune. You know, it's just like it's a lot. It's a lot to it. It's a lot of uncertainty. That goes back to having faith, though. Yep. So I definitely feel like vaccinated or not, especially now that we're really understanding with Omicron, that although you're vaccinated, you can still get it and you can still be out of here kind of thing. Because at first, like, with Delta and with... um, once you got vaccinated, you just felt like you were kind of invincible, at least for the most part. Yeah. Like, I know it's like, for, like, most people, like, okay, I'm fine. Like, I don't have to wear a mask. Like, I'm good. But now with all of, the, all of these actual numbers that's happening, like, I don't think we had the actual number since until now. With all of these actual numbers and all of these people around us getting sick, and we know, like, oh, wow, they're vaccinated. And we see how contagious it is. Yeah. Definitely go back to the six feet. Go back to the basic stuff when it first came out. Go back to purposely wearing a mask, whether you're vaccinated or not, because then you don't know what you have. And a lot of the time now, it's like a cold. It's like a, a, a cold and flu, especially because we're in cold and flu season. You're going to just say, oh, you have a runny nose. Oh, you're just sick. Oh, you're just coughing a little bit. Yeah. And it's nothing. And it's very wow and around and it's going everywhere now but i don't feel like you can mandate people to get a vaccine i don't think that people should lose their jobs because they're not vaccinated i get the bigger picture i get where they're trying to go but human rights is human rights and you can't force me to do something i'm not comfortable with doing especially if this has only been around for two years and you haven't really done any tests around this vaccine yeah like some people are getting sick once they get the vaccine, just like the flu shot. That's, that's why a lot of people don't get the flu shot because you're going to get a little part of whatever you're trying to fight. Mm-hmm. And of course, everyone has a different reaction to it. But I feel like when this is over and done, how are you going to hire these people back? Like, how is society supposed to live? Because a lot of people are not going to get the vaccine. Especially after seeing that their friends and their family are getting sick, what's the vaccine? Yeah. They're not going to get it. So then, us, as working people, we're going to be overworked, and and then how does that look? How is that going to work? Because now you're going to not have that many employees, but then you're still going to have people going and moving and shaking that are are vaccinated. Yeah. So it's still going to hurt everyone in the long run. And then when you get and then when this is hopefully goes away, whenever that happens, then how do the, all these people get a job back? Because, of course, the economy is going to have a downfall. It's going to affect everything. Yeah. That's how I see it. It definitely is, yeah. Um, 
I, I think one thing we just have to start accepting that this is something that's not going to go away anytime soon. And it's just, it's a lot. Honestly, it's one of those things like you probably get overwhelmed thinking about it too much, but, uh, it's like, again, it's a new way of life. And that's probably what they were trying to teach us before. It's like, this shit ain't going away. Let's just keep it moving. But one thing I right. don't like is like, it feel like everybody's a test subject in the world right now. Like, Mm-hmm. It's time is pushing us back into society and just seeing how it goes. And if you get sick, you get sick. And they need it to happen in order to get the data, in order for it to to have an improvement. It's just like all we can do is just remain faith. Stay oh, no. healthy. The world, the world's been a giant petri dish for the past two years. I'm not, <laughs> not about it, but that's that's just something, bro. I'm giant petri dish. I don't want to sound, sound empathetic, but like. Uh, Non, no, that's empathetic means you have something to storage it. I don't want to sound non-empathetic, right? Yeah, I don't like. I'm saying like, I don't want to make like not feel bad for people. It's just like that's what it is, you know. Like, yeah. At the end of the day, the world don't give a fuck about you. You're just one person. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So the world's trying to heal at once. That's sure. So you're. So. I that's what I'm, I'm trying to get out there. Like you, sorry. And let's look at the Tuskegee trial. Like, we've always been, because, I mean, unfortunately. Yeah. But we, we definitely have to come together to really find the best solution for us and figure out how to stop it and keep it at bay. What's going to happen is... And I, and... <laughs> no, my fault. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, keep it at bay and really figure out how we can really stop this whole thing and then become better people. Like, yeah, we, it's a mental drain and we have to find the borderline of not going insane. Cause right now there's a lot of insane people here because of this and what it's cost so far within this, these two years. A lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people lost a lot of people, unfortunately to this and really checking on people and their sanity. And homelessness is definitely at a raging high right now. Especially in New York. If you're really out and about, you'll see it. And it's bad. Like, probably last week, I seen for the first time someone shoot up in public. Yikes. Oh, shit. (laughs) As well. I would. I'm not faced by that. I live in point, man. You <laughs> <laughs> said that's on a regular. Oh, shit. Uh, I was mortified. I just couldn't grasp it. Something that you can never unsee. It's, I don't think I ever saw someone shoot up, but I saw how they looked after they shot up. Um, I remember when I was working oh. at Comedy Essential. And he was, uh, he was like highlighting this like homeless shelter and stuff like that. And when we just chilling around, there's just so many people outside, and you could just smell this rancid smoke smell. And these dudes, I mean, bent over, leaned over, looking like they drooling, like fucking hacking up, gagging. And I'm just like, yo, this shit looks so nasty, just so like yuck. And then just like pray for people because, you know, at that point, it's an addiction to them. Mm-hmm. So, it's just wow. It ain't. It is not a. It's not a pleasant scene. Not a pleasant scene. 
But yeah, we're gonna end up fucking. You better better start getting some stakes in this metaverse, man. Cause shit, we we gonna we might as well live in the metaverse. We gonna all be inside, locked down for the rest of our lives. The air, the air just deadly, and we have to be in our house. I'm not touching this one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we kind of like ended this. We kind of like going on a little thing about COVID now. We talking about metaverse. I guess I don't have to talk about the metaverse, <laughs> but that's where we all gonna be living. Well, yeah, Fucking weird ass metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for this transition. It's coming. But yeah, man. What we got next, Saki? So, I want to go over. I was going to read all the names, which I may still. But everyone that we lost in the trans and binary community for this last year. So. Diana Alexander, Samuel Imad Damon, Bianca Muffin Banks, Dominique Jackson, 50 Bands, Alex Braxton, China Paulino, Jeffrey J.J. Bright, Jasmine Candy, Jenna Franks, Diamond Kyrie Sanders, Raina Pido, Jada Peterson, Dominic Lucius, Remy Fennel, Tiara Banks, Natalia Smart, Iris Santos, Tiffany Thomas, Harry Washington, Jahira Delato. Whispering Wind, Bean Spirit, Sophia Velasquez, Danica Danny, Nelson, Serenity Hollis, Olivia Ali Taylor, Thomas Harden, O'Black, EJ Boykin, Alden Evans, Toya Ashton, Saya Vanderpump, Sierra Marie Lewis, Miss Coco, Who Johnson, Nyjia Monet, Bianca Hamilton, Kier Laperi Carter, Magruz, Royal. Poetical, Doella Martinez, Joe Acker, Jesse Hart, Ricky Amanato, Marquisha Lawrence, Jenny Delion, Angel Norea, Dania Thompson, Chris Beer, and Nakia David. Wow. Rest in peace to all of the people who were just trying to be themselves, who were misunderstood. All I'm hoping for 2022 and beyond is true understanding, true love, true 
life, not hatred. If you don't understand them, ask. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with it. But that does not mean that because we offend you, you should kill us. Sorry, man. <laughs> well, it's definitely, definitely time for some more understanding. Uh, um, in the not to even compare because it's two different struggles, but um, just want to also acknowledge all the like you know rappers and people in the hip hop community that passed away this year, such as uh, such as DMX, Young Dolph. Biz Marquee, Slim Four Hundred. I was this year. Oh my God! There's been there's been so many deaths, bro. There's been so many people who died, and um, there's a lot of younger artists or like not as popular artists that passed yeah, away. Yeah, I know that. And it's just crazy. It's just like Drake, you're the ruler. Drake, you're the ruler. He just got. He was at. He was at a concert, and he got stabbed backstage after he performed. Like people, I heard about that. you know, Slim Four Hundred shot and killed. Young Dolph shot and killed while picking up cookies for his mother. Like it's just, it's just too many. I mean, DMX, it was like a heart attack. Um, I also think something like that for Bismarcky as well. But there's just so many, so many people who died, and I and I think a lot of the deaths could uh could have been prevented. It's like like I can't said if it come through understanding. Go through love and just peace, man. There's no need for everybody to kill each other. And this is not the time for all that. This is a time where we, everybody need to come together and unite for many reasons. Uh, we have a fight against COVID. There's a lot of stuff going on when it comes to politics. And just uh, people just need to understand. We all humans. Let's have a better understanding of each other. I'm just saying everyone has feelings and thoughts in their own mind. And you never know what someone's trying to do for their community. As well, but yeah, you good, Akeem? Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have anything else? Um. What is one thing? Or one phrase or one statement that you're taking with you to 2022. Hmm. Um, mine is uh manifesting applied pressure, and I'm mm-hmm. stealing this because uh, I do co- a collaboration with um the guys I work with. Shout out to Mars and Josue, Bronx native, big writers. Um, they had a 
collaboration with the Bronx Brewery where they collabed with them to release a beer. The beer this year was about um, what the quote, something you want to apply, apply pressure and manifest it to next into 2022. So, so the whole label has a whole bunch of manifestation from people who submitted what they want to bring to fruition next year. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to apply, uh, apply manifest and apply pressure to everything I'm going to do moving, like this whole year. Um, it's gonna sound crazy, but for me, I think it's going to 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 say I'm, I think I'm gonna say be more selfish. Um, I think I, I think I, I think I think about others too much, and not saying I you know I'm a people pleaser, but you know I, I think I, I I hold back myself and what what I could accomplish, you know to try to, to 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 do things for others and, and just in many ways and just like family, friends, everything. And um just just put me first and if everybody else followed then they follow. But I, I gotta I gotta do what's best for me right now. There's a lot, so that's what I would say. Those are amazing things. A mantra. For me, would be be unapologetic, or continue to be unapologetic, and never settle. Mhm. I like that. Sound like twenty twenty two about to make some moves for all of us. What you think? Sound like niggas ain't playing no more. Shit. Nah. I'm with this fucking bag. It's about that time. It's a good win for everybody. Just fucking make this money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So let's walk into our purpose of this new year. Let's learn and take whatever we learned from 2021 and and found on that, improve on that, build our brands, build our podcast, build any other endeavors that we want. Change careers and just live life and be happy. Truly happy. Agree. Yes, sir. So thank y'all for coming on my podcast again. This has been an amazing talk as always. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been good. I like this one. It's a great way to end but, the year. Sorry for my tardiness. It's not a problem. You was getting to you. I was getting to you. You was getting to your bag, so me want to interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> no one's trying to stop that. So, y'all have so much potential to be a big podcast with big ideas, with big conversations. So, let this year mold that and hone into that. Great. You too, brother man. You got you got something here. You got yeah. a gem here, bro. And again, you you have a lot of representation. Um, and you and you hit topics that uh that we all need to talk about more. So well, thank you for having us, and always thank you for enlightening me. I always appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Bro. We out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>